Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B. and I'm a life coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is sometimes the adversity they have lived through and who they've become, regardless of those circumstances. Sometimes it's a little acts of kindness. They bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. My intention is to cause curiosity, excitement, to thought-provoke, to cause people to alter their thinking, alter their thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise, and living from that possible altered view, create a new future for oneself, a new future that wasn't going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that can make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women, 50 to 110 fulfill their dreams. I want people to experience being excited about their life. This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams or you're resigned they could never happen. Regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances, I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? Life isn't just about surviving. What does it take to thrive emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially? Well, I'm in the inquiry and I invite us to look at thriving as not like we have the answer because I think when we come up with the answer, then we're limited. If that's if we're attached to that answer, then we're limited and don't have any other possibility to go beyond that. And so there's things that work what to create thriving there's things that don't work and there's things that we're blind to we haven't even got a clue so if you're willing to be in an inquiry you can look and see and today i'm i'm sharing about can you give up being right and i think i i uh shared this in other podcasts and I I can't emphasize this enough is my experience of life is that as human beings we love to be right and we'll cut off our noses despite ourselves to be right we'll also there is a very high cost in our relationship when we have to be right about everything and it doesn't 
I assert it doesn't give opportunities. We miss opportunities when we're so busy being right and rather than coming from what we're committed to. And the hardest thing, I think, is giving up being right when we are right. And I have to, uh, I, I think I shared earlier, I'm on this awesome there's an opportunity presented itself. My older sister offered, uh, we've been estranged for 27 years. And over the 27 years, every time I reached out to see if she would let me back in her life, she would not. And what I, uh, and and I'm not uh, pretending I haven't been hurt because I have, but I had to be willing to keep looking at my part and then keep willing to let go of, any conversation we had even a day before and let it go and look at what I'm committed to so that we could create an opportunity to rediscover and renew each other. And this sister, I'd already reached out in 2017. A couple of times she had not accepted my head. At that time, she wasn't ready to allow me in. And then a couple of days before Christmas or a couple of days after Christmas, not sure, I think it was before Christmas, she, yeah, it was, sent out a text, how would I like to drive down to Palm Springs with her? And if at any time I held on being right, held on to being, you know, how many times I'd reached out and I was hurt, we would never have an opportunity to discover each other newly. And yeah, I was fearful. And and what I want to share about fear is we can be afraid. And I'm looking at that because I'm looking at dating again. And I've been out of a relationship for quite a few years now. And looking at dating and there's all this fear from the past in, in my fear I don't know about you but my fear is all from the past about things that happen and and I also don't necessarily trust myself but I had to be willing to let go of my fear examine it and come from what's the opportunity here and what am I committed to? And I'm committed to staying connected and loving. Do that in my family with my children, uh, regardless of what's going on. What am I committed to? And then are my actions in aligned with what I'm committed to? And if they're not, there's a predictable future. If I keep being right, there's a predictable outcome. <laughs> and if I let go and use my Al-Anon tools, my landmark tools, and all my other tools from reading books and taking courses, and I let go, let God, and come from what I'm committed to, and really I'm committed to staying connected and loving, what could become available? I have no idea. And so this journey with my sister, we've been uh, together since December 28th. It is now January the 11th. And uh, has there been moments? Absolutely. The old neuron patterns when my sister appears uh, bossy or telling me what to do. And we've even been able to joke about it. Like she's the older sister and she feels she has the right to tell me what to do. Um, it's, quite, it's actually quite funny. And we've been having lots of laughter. Now there's moments where it isn't funny for me. And then I have to choose in that moment. Am I going to let my views or my thoughts stop me from staying connected or loving? Am I going to react or am I just going to be at peace, uh, work through it, take take a time out, go in my room, go to the bathroom, do whatever I need to do to just be 
centered again and be at peace with. And what I'm discovering newly is this incredible sister who's a therapist and and, uh, and a good therapist, listening to her views and listening to her ideas I was sharing today about I, I've answered two guys on a date site and right away my sister correct I, I said what I said and, and she corrected me and said oh no you don't say this you say this and and explained why and I was like wow I, I never thought of that like I just thought oh here we go again <laughs> my first thought was here we go again she's telling me what to do she doesn't but she's speaking from her love and being a therapist and then said you know have you ever gone to a therapist you've been in a few relationships over the last 50 years have you well not 50 but 35 have you considered going to a therapist who's who is dealing with codependency and been with therapists looking at well, why do you choose the men you choose and what's in the background and I I have been to therapists after I left my husband to build my confidence or my ex-husband to build my confidence and we were looking at past-based stuff and here's an opportunity for me maybe to go for therapy again and look at what are my patterns in dating? Why am I attracted to the men I'm attracted to? And then not have it work. So I was, there was, and all I heard from my sister was love. Like she, her loving arms around me, wanting me to look at some patterns I have so I don't have to keep repeating them. And you know, because I was sharing with her the courage I, I'm now, breakthrough for me was now being available and um, to go on a dating site and my kids set this dating site up maybe six or seven months ago and I've only interacted with two guys on the dating site. I haven't met either one. Uh, one just recently texted me or not texted me, but did the dating site thing and then I replied and then another one, him and I have been interacting from my an email that doesn't say who I am and learning about each other so what was really neat was listening to my sister I didn't come from any fear of being judged I didn't I just heard how much my sister loves me and would like to support me in having a healthy relationship and out of a lot of our talks I see that and, and I've seen this before our talks, but it's like coming from our background in the amount of, of abuse that we lived through. And I'll just speak for myself, the abuse that I lived through. I habitually choose men that are emotionally not available. And I am unwilling to do that anymore. So I'm going to look at to thrive in the dating scene maybe I do need to do some therapy work and I hadn't even thought of that like I, I did some right after I left my husband but now I'm looking at well w- w- what would it take to do some therapy work and can I financially afford it so that I stay healthy and I'm looking at also doing the emotional code work Uh, I have a girlfriend that does that. So I'm just going to end this podcast with like, I 
have when I was willing to go on this trip, whether it was I had to look out, you know, even if it didn't work, would I be willing to take the opportunity and just like in Al-Anon, one day at a time, live my life fully with my sister. This might be the only opportunity I get. And I don't believe it will. I think it's the beginning of uh, many years. But I have to be willing or I had to be willing to let go of my fear and go, this is an opportunity for us to rediscover ourselves, to let go of all past, have no expectation and one day at a time, discover each other, let go of even in the moment, if I'm hurt or I'm reacting, let it go and come from what am I committed to is staying loving and connected. So my question to you in closing, we're exploring how to thrive, whether we're 10 or beyond and, you know, where in your life have you uh, written people off? And if you were able to let them back in, what new action could you take right now that could make that difference? Where could you give up being right, even in your relationships, everyday relationships with your husband, your wife, your children, and out of willing to give being right, giving up being right, even when you are right, uh, and come from what are you committed to and start taking new actions in that commitment or that view, what could become available? You know, what are your habitual patterns that have you not thrived? Do you insist on controlling every situation to avoid being hurt? Is that a habitual pattern? Do you take any risks? Are you willing to risk? You know, someone said there is no guarantees in love and there isn't. I mean, people die, people leave you. Uh, people hurt you. Are you willing to risk having love back in your life and let go of the past? You know, what are your habitual patterns that have you, you know, justify hanging on to hurts and, and, and the past so that you don't have to let love in? Good question, eh? So what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. What topics would you like to hear me talk on? When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Who would like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you personally and hear about your dreams and your goals. And I'll give you one amazing tip that will help you out. I will call people who let me know they left a five-star reading for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Plus. Just hit the button, subscribe to my podcast, and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.